Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. Please hit that subscribe button because my name is Adam. I'm here with Yus. What's up, guys? Yus, what an awful, awful day. I feel like that's a repeated theme we have over and over. But listen, okay, we come into this game against a Granada team that has not won since April at the Camp Nou, Yus. That's like half a year, okay? They haven't mm. scored. Uh, they lost 4-0 to Rio Vallecano. They just lost 1-2 to Real Betis at home. And let's set the stage, right? Ronald Koeman as the world knows, as all the media in Europe knows, is under a lot of heat. Laporta and the board are not very happy with him from that Bayern performance. They have given him, you know, three to five matches to turn things around. And you go into this game against Granada, a team that we should beat, and we should at least play an opposing game because Komen and the players know what's on the line. And it just all falls apart. And we let up a goal in that third minute, and then we just do like the Mourinho uh, Real Madrid or you know even Zidane Real Madrid just cross and pray to the Lord that a goal goes in. For and for that first half, we didn't even have a striker who's good at aerial threats on the field, right? And so, use <sighs> I just don't know how to control it. I feel like the dam has broken, and the reign of Ronald Koeman is quickly coming to an end here. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. Think about it. <clears throat> A team, like you're saying, that hasn't won a game since April of last year, just scored upon us at home, at, and they, the last team they beat was us. This is pretty ridiculous, the fact that we have Komen coming into another game, which we should have won, we should have uh, tactically came in and dominated, even with young players. Komen yep. is supposed is to be someone... Uh-huh. That is the big he, thing. You see, you hit it on the head there yeah. because after that Bayern game, Komen put all the blame on the young players. True. And, you know, if you listen back to that video, we were a little bit of Komen apologists kind of, right? Especially when you look at kind of like Talk FCB, Barcelona Podcast, some of the other YouTube names who out there who have been kind of, you know, really, really railing on Komen. We, we kind of gave him a break and said, hey, Bayern Munich, you could have, you know, uh, Manchester United, you could have Dortmund, right? Some of these you know, second-tier teams in Europe right now come against Bayern and still look pretty silly. And so with all the youth he put on, we thought, hey, it makes sense. And with all the injuries we have, it makes sense that we had a rough game. But then to come into Granada, a team that we should handily beat, especially at home at the Camp Nou, it is just it's that lost 4-0 to Rayo Vallecano. It, it, it's just, it's just <coughs> shameful, Use the way we came out and performed and the way we just looked for crosses, 54 crosses in the game, right? And what <laughs> makes it so perplexing is you look at that starting mm -hmm. lineup. Ter Stegen and back. Then we have Dest, Garcia, Araujo, Balde. Then you have Sergio Roberto, Busquets, and Frankie in the midfield since Pedri's injured and so is Alba. And then you have Demir, Depay, and Coutinho. And, you know, what's crazy is you already look at the lineup and you see that he has Araujo as left center back and Garcia as right center back. That didn't make a whole lot of sense based off their strengths. And in that second half, you see them turn around. Um, but then you, you look at how the game goes, right? The third minute, we get punched in the mouth and they score a goal. And then it just seemed like Komen did th what his famous quote is now, the same quote Valverde had. It is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. He just had the players running out there with no attacking plan, just putting crosses into the box when we didn't even have a tall striker who's good at scoring them in that first half. And then we put on Luke de Jong, and Luke de Jong just has an open shot in like the 70th minute, misses it. And then at the end of the game, what I think fully encapsulates how just broken this team was and how little of a system there was, at the end of the game, in like the 80th minute, you have... PK up the center. You have Araujo running down the right side trying to cross balls into PK. It just, it was complete madness with no sense of, you know, coaching at all. Well, there was no Barca style to this game. And even if we had some of these top tier players that would not be injured, like Dembele and Fati, what, wh why would that matter if his direction is um, cross and pray? It, 
yeah, cross and pray. It's lost. There's no strategy. It's not the Barca strategy. It's I don't care if it's not tiki tiki taka, but and this was not anything, right? And that's the thing. He comes out after the game, and and this is what's really starting to rile me up as someone who previously wanted Komen, you know, back in the spring to say is that he's blaming everyone else. He's saying, "Oh, look at all the young players I have to play. I can't do anything." As we mm-hmm. just, as I just said, that makes sense against Bayern Munich, against Granada, when you still have Coutinho, Depay, Frankie De Jong, Busquets, you know, uh, Dest out there, good, good players, and he's not able to make them do anything useful. He's not able to have any attacking mindset. It is just absolutely crazy. And I think you know we look at this and we remember the dark days. You s- let's see if you remember the dark days of mm-hmm. Valverde out there squatting, right, just looking so <laughs> calm. We used to get mad at Valverde for two things: one, showing no emotion in big moments; two, mm-hmm. it always seemed like he was give it to Messi and pray. That was his mm-hmm. whole attacking mindset. And you know, as much as we talked a lot of crap, let's pull up the tapes, used because you were talking <laughs> a lot of smack on Valverde, and rightfully so mm-hmm. at the end of his reign. Valverde was out there winning leagues. He was winning Copas. He was, you know, making it to the Champions League semifinal at least. You know, even though we had, of course, all the very, very famous breakdowns, sure. at least Valverde showed us something. And uh, you know, wh- what's so interesting is that Komen's attacking mindset and his plan <coughs> for our team is so bad that Valverde's pass it to Messi and pray <laughs> seems like some sort of tactical masterclass compared yeah, to Yeah, but even then you think about it like Valverde had a uh, more of a defensive strategy and sometimes yeah. it was a squeeze out some goals by Messi just to win the game, but at least hey, he was doing something. Uh it was working somewhat, right? He won trophies, he won league twice, I believe. Uh, Copa uh, Copa del Rey as well. Komen has three well, ch- three more mm-hmm. chances to to get anywhere right now, and he's coming up some against some like awful teams, Cadiz, Levante, right? Yep. And even if he wins those games, what does that mean? That means nothing to us at the end of well, the day. Well, you bring up a good point. Uh-huh. You bring up a good point, which is that I don't need this to be Pep Guardiola's Barcelona, mm-hmm. right? I don't need this to be Luis Enrique's. Uh, Barcelona that played some beautiful football that had some open you know counterattacks in the Luis Enrique way I don't need to see something pretty I just need to see a team out there that gives a f <laughs> and I need to see a coach out there who cares because Komen in the mm-hmm. 80th minute when we're down 1-0 and his job's on the line is just smiling it's like sure. you know show me some motion so show me that you're putting in a fight to keep your job and to make this team sure. not a laughing stock because you look everywhere and we're just being called the AC Milan right that team <laughs> that used to be in the highs in the 2000s and then sure. just fell to deep lows and and to have a coach who's not even out there caring about it just baffles me especially when he's a club legend it's not like he's some Joe Schmo we got off the street who doesn't care about this badge doesn't care sure. about the city doesn't care about the fans he's a hero right he's an absolute Barcelona legend no doubt about it and yep. that is just so depressing to me. But I think what you just said is kind of like why he's doing a terrible job. He thinks very highly of himself. He doesn't like to take the blame. There's no accountability on him. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we hear these comments. It is what it is and all those kinds oh. of things. It's the young players. I Look what I'm playing with. Oh, when I get Dembele and Fati back, it'll be better. Listen, your and strategy should not scary. be around that. Uh-huh. He's going to rush. I bet. I bet he will try to rush Fati or Dembele back because he's worried about his job. And mm-hmm. if they're not ready and someone gets injured, I mean, it is really going to be just something that sets everyone on fire sure. and just makes us all so upset. And so, you know, you bring up a good point. We still have some weak opposition ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is time to t- turn it around. But 
at this point, I think it's pretty overwhelming in the Barca sphere that the only way the ship's going to turn around is to get rid of the coach. I mean, it does seem like he has, as they say in sports, lost the clubhouse. Like, mm-hmm. he has lost the players. No one out there really seemed like they were fighting for this team, this 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 idea that Komen has put on them. It didn't seem like there was anything there except for our Lord and Savior, Ronald <laughs> Araujo, right? Araujo really just what an absolute beast of a player a a bona fide Barca through and through type player who just seems like he just lives and dies for the crest and for the team. And just seeing him after he scored so elated was just so nice to see. I just wish we could replicate that other places because it's for not sure. like everyone here is, you know, it's not like all the players are absolved of their poor performances, right? Because certainly, I mean, you know, Balde got hurt, which sucks because we have a bunch of games coming up. Um, Sergio Busquets, Really didn't like his defense and his attempts on that, you know, cross in the third minute to try and mm-hmm. prevent a goal. He really just looked like a traffic cone out there, which was really depressing because, you know, as one of the captains of the club, you expect him to put in more. And it just seems like as the days and days go by, Sergio Busquets is just not the player we need, which is surprising to you, right? Because you thought this was a game Busquets might really perform in. No, I t- Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he has a hard time going against faster teams, harder teams, stronger teams. Granada has not been proven in the last, as we've said recently and last season, to be that strong team that we saw. Um, well, strong against us because we don't know what the hell we're doing. But uh, Busquets should have come out and done a pretty good job and facilitated the midfield. But I think, you know, that's definitely a poor performance by him. But also, like, everything was mayhem, man. We're talking about how bad the strategy coming into this game is. Busquets was just another pawn on the field at that point. And uh, as a captain, it sucks to see for for him. But, man, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I The it's more just, we talk we about no it. We have no plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's just so <laughs> incredible. And I think, you know, my last thought mm-hmm. is we all remember Valverde. It is what it is. And how that quote kind of, you know, uh, symbolized the end of his reign and the way in which it seemed like he was just so through with the job and through with leading the team and how, you know, his lack of passion, even though it got trophies early on, wasn't going to carry him anymore, you know, basically right around when we fired him. And then for Komen, a a guy who's, you know, constantly reading about Barca, a Barca fan, a Barca legend, like we mentioned, to use those same words, it really just is not a good phrase to have attached to your, your coaching. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day here, even if he can squeeze out victories against Cadiz, Levante, and then going to the Champions League, which is a whole other thing. Oh, <laughs> yes. What we are we going to do? we got coming up in the Champions League. Yeah. Then we've been hyping up this October to remember <laughs> for the last two months. We have October where we have Atletico, we have Valencia, we have El Clasico against Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. We are screwed. I mean, this is like the worst narrative you can want. Now, here's the thing, mm-hmm. okay? As much as you and I use try to be, you know, calm, cool, and collected, I know if Barca put in a good player two, we're going to be back on the train saying, let's go, you know, we got this if we win against Levante or Cadiz. But really, going into this October, things are not looking good. You know, last year, for example, there were times where I was like, hey, we have a chance to come back. And Granada last year was one of those chances to take the lead in La Liga against Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Uh, yeah. this season, man, coming into Atletico and Real Madrid, I, I, I don't have any confidence. At last year, I predicted we could beat Real Madrid. This year is not nearly the same. I think we're going to lose. You've seen their performances these last few games. Even when they go down, they Real come Madrid's back. Real Madrid's coming clutch mm-hmm. with those late-minute exactly. goals. Exactly. So there's two things we need you to do <laughs> to turn around this season. 
Mm-hmm. One, hit that subscribe button. Of course. Let us know in the thoughts or comments. Two, we're going to have to pray, guys, because <laughs> the odds of us getting top four or even getting mm. out of the group stages in the Champions League is looking low. But we're Barca fans. We'll be here through thick and thin, and hopefully hopefully somehow, you know, Fatih, Dembele, Depay, Frankie Jong, Pedri will come and save us. Yes. <laughs> With that, I think we are putting it to rest, Adam. Um, we'll see you guys coming in the Cadiz game this Thursday, back-to-back games this week, uh, three games in a week. So stay tuned. Like Adam said, subscribe and pray. Have a good one. (laughs) Thank you, guys. (laughs) Bye.